It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. It's Simon Marcel. And the accent? Français. French. If it's the first time you're joining the show. And it's hard to understand. It's not German, by the way. People have said that to me. It's not, uh, you know, Eastern Europe. C'est français. French. La France. Anyway, I hope you had a great weekend. I played ping pong like a madman all weekend. I lost most of my matches. I was distracted, but I had so much fun because, you know, I coach ping pong also to a detention center in Ohio. And so I coach, I play, and uh, I just, this is my favorite sport to do on the weekend, especially in winter, you know, inside. It's a nice thing to do. So anyway, back to you, back to your question, to your relationship. You have a question for me, please call me. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. It's the love line number of the rendezvous. Martina, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Martina. So you want to share a great first date you had with us? Yes. Oh, my God. It was like a movie date. Um, so there's this man that my friend had set me up on a blind date with. And when I first saw him, I was like, okay, he's so not my type, but, uh, you know, we just went with it. It was an outdoor movie, mm-hmm. and he brought wine, I brought snacks, and we ended up watching, um, it, it was a, an old classic movie, and it just turned out perfect because the sun went down, it, the, it was a perfect starry night, And we were the last ones there because we were just talking, getting to know each other. And out of the blue, you just see a shooting star. And then all of a sudden, there's fireworks. And I'm like, how? Like, it's all the romantic signs in the world were just happening. And it couldn't have been the most perfect date if anybody would have tried planning it. It was just, like, from the movie. And uh, he made me laugh, and I'm happy to report that we're eight months in, and it's been great. <laughs> the power of a first great date. Unbelievable, huh? Yeah. It's something I would have never imagined. Well, listen, <laughs> that's why I'm so happy that you know you called me and shared that story, because a lot of people don't think it's possible and can happen to them. And then you call in, Martina, and tell me that fabulous first date you had, and we get, you know, all of our hopes get much higher now. Yeah. So thank you yeah. very much for sharing. Thank you. What do you think are the most important component of a great, successful first date? Let's talk about that next. What do you think makes a great first date for you? What are the components, right? So for me, when it's a first date, ideally, I like to prepare to pick you up. Even when I shower, get ready, shave, and I pick up what shirt I'm going to wear, and, you know, my jeans, the color of the shirt, and then, you know, whatever jacket, uh, and get ready. I get very excited by the beginning of a, you know, a first date and, and what restaurant we're going to pick. Uh, all of this make it very exciting, especially when we pick a restaurant that we both like. That's a key of a great first date, somewhere we both feel comfortable, right? That's huge. You've got to both feel comfortable. And then there is once we actually get there. And here are what, in my experience, make that first date memorable. That is coming next. So I think my best great first date was in Paris, and I met a lovely American woman, very charming, had a huge crush on her, 
and I was hoping she felt the same. So I remember I picked her up at eight and at eight sharp, she was downstairs right in front of a building. We went to that restaurant with a terrace in the sixth district and I looked at her and I'm telling you, my heart started to feel to beat like ta-tang, ta-tang, ta-tang. Just, she was so beautiful and charming. I, I, I tell you, so lovely. And then the conversation was just easy breezy. And we walked in Paris, holding hands together on the left bank of Paris. And just, just one memorable night, talking all night and kissing. And I will never forget that first night. It's, it's memorable because everything goes smoothly with no efforts. And you just feel you're at the right place with the right person. Now, I also want to know your best date ever. Just go to the rendezvousshow.com. The links to my social media are there. And tell me your best first date ever. You calls are next on The Rendezvous. Any question for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mara. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I need some advice. Um, mm-hmm. I've been dating someone for about a year. And mm-hmm. he had this trip planned to visit family in London for three weeks. And we mm-hmm. had a couple dates planned um, up until he was leaving for this trip. And he ended up not contacting me back when I was confirming about one of the dates. And then just never messaged me back and went to London. Mm. And how can I help you? What are you wondering now? I guess, I mean, I know my answer should be, obviously, he's not that into me if he was able to do that, but this was a year of dating. I just, I've only dated him this whole year, and we were exclusive. To me, it's like, I feel like I deserve more than mm-hmm. just ghosting. I feel like I need closure, and I guess I'm just not sure how to handle it. Well, the thing is, as you said, you already know the answer. I mean, obviously, when somebody ghosts, it's also a way to say goodbye. It's, it's, a, it's, it's not the right way to say goodbye. It's the wrong way to say goodbye. But obviously, this man went to London, maybe met you know an English woman. I don't know. Uh, but definitely not gentleman from him to do so. The thing is, you have nothing to gain to reach out to him anymore. Because for your dignity and to protect that dignity, if you reach out and he never answers, it's going to be even worse pain than never for you to never reach out. So my advice to you, Maha, is, you know, I agree with you. What he did is wrong, 100% wrong. But by ghosting on you, he just said, I don't love you. I don't want to be with you anymore. That is the translation of ghosting. And, yeah. you know, you can ask him why. Nothing will change. The guy is, you know, back there. Who knows doing what with who. The best you can do is 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 bury the past and just you know don't call him, don't text him, don't ask him anything. And um, sadly, you know it's time to move on and slowly but surely find somebody who's not going to ghost on you and is going to build a future with you. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I know I'm a Debbie Downer, but I'm here to protect you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. You are welcome. Good luck to you. Be strong and thank you for calling. Thank you. Now, I'm going to go to a voicemail because somebody in a long-distance relationship needs my help to make it work. So I'm going to try my best. That's coming up next. 24-7, you have a question for me? Leave me a voicemail like this one. Oh, uh, hi. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, this is Travis. Um, I've been seeing a, a nice, nice woman for a few years now. It's a, a very good relationship. But we live about 45 minutes away, and about two months ago, 
she just took on a new job that has her travel at least three weeks out of the month out of the area. So we're noticing that we're seeing each other less. Um, we're trying to, you know, put together time on weekends to make sure that we see each other, but it's not working out the way that it should. And I was hoping that you could come up with some advice on how we could somehow figure out a way to keep together in this time. I look forward to hearing your answer on the air. Thank you very much, Simon. Travis, thanks for the question. How do you keep it together when you're long distance? My answer is next. How do you make it work if you're long distance and you live in two different cities? There's a physical distance and, you know, it's becoming harder and harder to get together. Travis, thank you for the voicemail. Here's my advice. It takes two to tango. It takes you and her to decide to make it work. So I'm not going to tell you the technique to make it work. I'm going to ask you to have a conversation with your partner and together decide, is it worth making it work? Because, yes, we can do a schedule, because, yes, we can decide you know, to follow some rules, but we have to have a reason to follow the rules to make it work. And that's called a desire, a love, a need for each other's presence in each other's life. And we can't fight the universe if it's not there. So, Travis, my advice is simple. Have a long phone conversation with her or face-to-face -face if you see her soon. And you guys together decide if it's worth putting the effort to make it work long distance or maybe it's time to call it quits and be honest with each other and that will then decide what's going to happen next. Thank you for your voicemail. Your calls are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question about your relationship, call The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sarah. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? Um, so I'm trying to decide if I should get back together with a, an ex-girlfriend of mine. Um, mm -hmm. We were together for maybe about six months. And then when we split up, we hadn't really talked for maybe almost a year now. And then we recently kind of reconnected and have become friends again. And then uh, she told me that she still had feelings for me and still loved me and gave me a love letter and all of these things. And now I just feel kind of confused and I'm trying to decide if it's worth it to try to revisit it or if it's better to just kind of move on and just try to stay friends. Okay. Uh, Sarah, give me um, one or two or three good reasons to get back with your ex. Um, I guess a good reason is that she always has been very uh, loving and committed and I've always really been able to trust her. Mm -hmm. Um Another reason is that we've always been really good friends and always had a lot of laughs together. Mm -hmm. And then I guess another reason is that like, she still does have these very strong feelings and I have those feelings for her, but I'm not sure romantically if they're that strong. I see. Why did you break up exactly? Um, we broke up because I hadn't really dated that many people and I was just feeling like it was getting really serious and then I was feeling like I still wanted to be able to date. Okay. So, in your intuition, do you think you are ready to date again and you're not going to want to see next door, you know, or find somebody else or get, you know, mm. see if the grass is greener next door? Do you feel you're ready for that now or not yet? Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm more ready than I was, but I'm not sure if I feel 100% ready. Okay. Well, I mean, how about just staying friends with her? Why, you know, go through more drama? 
if if she wants exclusive, you don't want exclusive. I like the honesty of both parties. Just you know, let's be friends for now, hang out, um, mm-hmm. and and then if you date other people, you date other people, and and I guess the universe will put you guys together if it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't force it. I mean, I, if you told me Simon, I'm ready to be exclusive with my girlfriend, I would say, great, Sarah, then go for it. But since your intuition mm-hmm. and your heart, you say, oh, you know. I'm better, but I'm not there yet. That means you still want to adventure, experiment. And I understand that too. So be honest, be good friends, and just see what uh, the universe has uh, in in play for you. Okay, thank you. All right, Sarah, thank you for calling and have a good night. Thanks. Good night, Simon. What do you think really are the best reasons to ever get back with an ex? Let's talk about that next together. What do you think are the best reasons to get back with an ex. Number one, you still love the person. Number two, you miss the person. Number three, your life were better, healthier, more exciting, more fun with the ex than without. And I would say one more reason is that in your intuition, it rings green and not red flags. Because when you don't know what to do, always follow that advice. Listen to your intuition and go with it. Now, I have a story where I completely screwed up. (laughs) So I want you to hear this. So you don't do like me, but you do better than me. My story and my screw up is coming up next. Do you regret not getting back with an ex because you were too stubborn and, and thought you were always right? That's one of the mistakes I did. So I dated this very lovely, charming woman about 10 years ago. And um, she, she was, uh, you understand, she was an, a half Greek, half Albanian. So a uh, very strong character, but very sweet. And so, you know, the French, we're not known to, uh, we like to argue, demonstrate in the streets and everything else. So the argument got so bad that I was tired of it and, and I did not understand what I was losing. And so instead of compromising, instead of, Listening to my intuition, I listened to my stubbornness. And where that lead me? Nowhere. <laughs> she went with somebody else and I've missed her for a long time. And then now oh, we're good friends and everybody has moved on. But don't do like me. Do better than me, please. That's the point of this show. Listen to your intuition. And remember, if your life was better with an ex than without, there's nothing, no shame to get back with them. That's my advice. You calls are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Jason, bonjour, and what's going on? Bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jason. Well, what's up? I've been in this relationship-esque situation with a younger girl. I'm older. I'm 39, by the way. She's All right. 24. And I guess my question would be, do, do I continue to hold on to something that I know wasn't for me from the beginning? I'm answering my own question. I could I couldn't keep possibly putting my heart through uh, this trench that I've pretty much created for myself. Um, I see. It's definitely karmic, no question. And uh, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm just sitting here in, in, in almost fancying or 
in a special romance with my sadness. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like, am I going to be single for the rest of my life? Or <laughs> you know, like, what, what is life trying to teach me here? Where, where are we going? You know. Hey, listen. I, I listen. I see. The first thing you need to learn to swim in your sorrows, right? So you're going to need to to get to swim and get out of the the pool of sorrows. Number one. Two. If you feel that uh, this girlfriend of yours. You know, it's not meant to be. Then you're gonna be honest and and break up with. Her. Of course, there's no point of keeping uh, dating somebody where you feel there's no fun, no enjoyment, and and your heart is not into it. And finally, Jason, your love life will be determined by your desire, right? And really, what I've learned is do good to feel good. It took me a while to understand that. So, do good to feel good means when you do good to yourself to somebody else, you get the karma back good. If you do bad to yourself or somebody else, you're going to get hurt. And that leads to following your intuition. Always follow your intuition, Jason. Okay? I'm so present. Thank you. You are most welcome. Good luck to you. And like I said, you know, life is full of surprises and wonderful ones are coming. Just be honest with her. Be honest with yourself. Aime la vie. Love life. Thank you and have a good night. Let's finish with a fun question. If you're in a relationship, have you ever found yourself thinking about ooh-la-la with someone else? (laughs) Let's talk about that next. Question for you if you're in a relationship or you were in a relationship, but you find yourself thinking about ooh-la-la with someone else. Do you think it's totally normal or red flag? That was the question I posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. I love asking you questions, as you know. Get to know what you think. So here are the results of your votes. 53% of you said it's totally normal to think about ooh-la-la with someone else once you're in a relationship. And 47% of you said, no, that's a red flag. I'm surprised by the votes sometimes because I just think that uh, it can happen. But is it normal to think about somebody else when you're in a relationship? Not really. So I would say red flag. But you surprised me on that one. Thank you for voting at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you again for listening to the show. And merci beaucoup. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.